This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, we're blasting back to 1997. We're blasting back to when 16 bits were no longer enough, and we're blasting back to the launch of the Nintendo 64. So settle in, because it's time to talk about one of the most influential gaming systems of our generation, from the hype, to the games, to the memories, and it starts right after this break. It's me, Mario! Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the Super Soakers for the Time Blast. Time Blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's the Time Blast. Time of the Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official Toy Cast YouTube channel at Time Blaster Toy Cast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster toy line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. Alrighty, folks, we are ALIVE live and kicking with the following toy cast, which is scheduled for nostalgia and a 60 minute time limit. Introducing first today's topic video games. Surgeons in popularity was at an all time high in the mid 90s. As competition was growing just as fast as the technology, the most famous console company was right in the thick of it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, coming to you from 1996 by way of Kyoto, Japan, Nintendo 64. And now for your hosts, they're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare figures with actions. They are the reigning, defending, toy cast tag team champions of the world at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast. All right, guys, are we ready for some Nintendo 64? It's a me, a Mario. <clears throat> Man, I feel like this pod has just been in the back of our minds for two years now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say I be- so. <laughs> I believe we originally had this slated at like episode eight, and which here- is hilarious. That's right? crazy. Yeah, because it just ago. keeps bumping back. It's been the one that's like, we'll just move it. We'll just move it. This is a better idea. We'll just move it, move it, move it, and here we are. It's it's funny. It really was like super super early. So yeah, a little inside baseball, guys. This mm-hmm. pod was supposed to happen almost two years ago just keeps getting pushed back but i think it speaks to nintendo 64 like we could talk about it on a drop of a dime right yeah. so we were just always we were ready but i think today's today's the day yeah but, we're get, getting into the christmas spirit and and you know like video game consoles were are always a huge christmas gift every year for every kid so mm-hmm. it just feels right yeah i mean there's that iconic video of that kid on the internet that gets the n64 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that kid is iconic. <laughs> that is so iconic. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, when John Cena won the Money in the Bank all those few years ago, and he had that the briefcase mm-hmm. over his head, and they someone edited like an N- Nintendo sixty four <laughs> in his hands. Oh, it's just great, great stuff. It's, it's like Black, you know, it ties in with Black Friday. We just did the Thanksgiving LJN episode and Black Friday shopping. I, I remember some of my earliest memories of Black Friday sales and madness as was around like those mid nineties game consoles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, so Christmas is coming. Black Friday just happened. Thanksgiving, boys, just a few days ago. I'm still full. Everybody have a good Thanksgiving. And yeah. a... Wonderful. It's yeah. great. You know, so we had the Thanksgiving throwdown a couple, uh, last week, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of feedback coming our way. Some good, some bad guys. Do you guys hear anything personally while I pull up some feedback I want to read on air here? 
I mean, no, just the same stuff that you are about to read. <laughs> it's a little, um, a little polarizing here. It was feedback that that I uh, that I got was few people thought the the fruit cake should have had a better showing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, only the family members, but hey, you know, mm-hmm. they're yeah. they're big they're big on the fruit cake. I got some feedback from Rob, our buddy Rob who always comes in the shop yeah. on Sunday mornings and he talks to us. He was uh I asked him what he thought about the pod and he was upset with us. Yeah. And I thought it was because of the way it ended up in the end, but he was mad from the very first decision. He thought pumpkin pie beating apple pie was a travesty. Really? Yeah. Wow. Then he proceeded to show me a photo on his phone of a giant slice of apple pie that he consumed that oh. morning for breakfast. So. Uh, Rob's my kind of guy. <laughs> we love the apple pie. Sorry Rob. we let you down, Rob. <laughs> we love the apple pie. I actually at my Thanksgiving that I went to there was no there was no pumpkin pie on this on the table, but you know what there was? Hmm. There was chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> there were oatmeal raisin, raisin cookies. There was an apple pie. There was no baked cookies. There was a pineapple upside down cake, and it was a pumpkin cheesecake. Wow, all those things. Yeah, no chocolate chip cookies at any Thanksgiving no, function I didn't for have me this any. year. Mine, my family had them, and it wasn't because of me. They just were there. <laughs> One, somebody made them. Yeah. So. And they were the first things to go, just for the record. Just to let the record show. So. Uh, that was Rob. Then we got some feedback via Instagram from our buddy Josh in South Carolina. I'm just going to read what he wrote me, guys. <clears throat> he wrote, I wouldn't spoil it in the post, so I'll have to say it here. Pecan pie was robbed. Oh. But I'm glad chocolate chip cookies won. Pumpkin pie is trash. Its only purpose is to be a whipped cream delivery system. That's, That's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> that, that was how I decided it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a vessel for the cream, y'all. <laughs> and then there's a little more feedback. Our buddy Kevin wrote in the Instagram post, he wrote, chocolate chip cookies over pumpkin pie in a Thanksgiving treats tournament. Listen, in the words of my fifth grade girlfriend, I'm not saying we're breaking up, but we need a break. <laughs> wow, we may have lost Kevin. A loyal listener, Kevin. The chocolate chip cookies. It was a, it was a defi- divisive vote for sure. Hope we didn't. Yeah, and and you know, I just want the record to stand for the the hate I've already been receiving. <laughs> I actually voted carrot cake over chocolate chip cookies. You did. And I only voted against pumpkin pie in the final. Right. So there we are. It was fun, right? It's always fun having a tournament. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving throwdown next year, I was thinking, guys, we've already done like the main course. We've already done the desserts. I think next year we can we can do like an hors d'oeuvres type of Thanksgiving throwdown. Oh, okay. You know, like that stuff that's yeah, out early, finger food. early in the day, yeah. a few hours before. The chicken and a biscuit. <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> Don't get me started on chicken and a biscuit. All right, we got to get to it, guys. N64, where do we want to start? I mean, I guess we could start with like when we first heard about there being an N64, and, and my early memory of it was, I can't remember the name of the video game magazine. What was the Game big, Informer? Yeah. Game Pro? Game Pro, I think it was. Okay. And looking through one probably at in the drugstore or wherever a newsstand was, so I never bought those, but I always would look through them, flip mm-hmm. through them, and, and seeing like the article about it. Uh, whatever it would have been like from 94 it was like two years before it actually came out mm-hmm. and the picture of it actually had like a a disc like they were planning it to have like a cd-rom much like the they playstation yeah. and the jaguar and the Lynx. was that the other one in the mid-90s was that atari Lynx existed but uh i'm not sure what year yeah. mid-90s yeah but they all had there. disc drives yeah. sega uh you know was going to the cd you know th- you had the disc drive was where all of them were going so it just made sense that n64 was there that's my first memory of seeing there being a new Nintendo system. What about you guys? You guys remember like anything before it came out? 
My earliest, well, maybe not earliest, but my earliest that I can actually remember is my friend down the street who had a subscription to Nintendo Power. Yeah. And if you remember, if you were uh, subscribed, they would send you those random VHSs. That's what it was. And they mailed out that VHS showcasing the 64. And I remember watching that at his house and just mind blown. How far before it was released do you think that came? Was it when it was already like out? or? I feel like maybe a year prior. Yeah. I, I feel like. Because the N64, I don't know the exact dates. Like if, if I had Wikipedia pulled up, I guess I could say them. I just know that like the release date of N64 kept getting pushed yeah. back. Yes, it did. Because yes. I was waiting and waiting mm-hmm. and waiting and waiting for this thing to come out. And it was such a long wait that I kept um, second-guessing myself. Like, I was waiting f- I was waiting to take the next step into gaming with N64. Yeah. Like, I told my mom, like, that's... I had a Sega Genesis. I'm going from Sega Genesis, the next system I want is N64. But it just kept getting delayed and delayed. And while it's getting delayed... Sega Saturn comes out. Yeah. And Sony PlayStation mm-hmm. comes like things are starting to come out and I'm choosing to wait. Yeah. But man, it was hard to wait. I mean, I can imagine. And you know, every few months you'd see in the either at Toys R Us <clears throat> or in a print magazine or something, that date would get pushed back. And you're yeah. like, Oh my, when is this thing ever coming out? When it does come out, in my opinion, it was worth the wait. Which is crazy because it was first shown in Japan in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, that's wild. It's crazy. They didn't come out here until September '96. Yeah, and I mean, I remember I absolutely got it on launch day. Did you guys? When do you think you got your N64? Was it a Christmas present? Did it you was get it? Christmas, but it was like a year or so later because I had got the Sony PlayStation okay. for Christmas. Um, my younger I never owned N64. My younger brother got it for Christmas. I want to say it was like 97 or 98. Okay. Like it was a couple of years later. Yeah. Um, Cause I went from Genesis to PS two. I didn't have a PS one. He, the only time I ever played PS one was when like my brother got it through school mm-hmm. and it was like, Oh, you've got it for like the month for your games or for your learning games. So I'm just going to go to the video store and rent that's a bunch cool. of games. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So yeah, I can kind of guide you guys uh, month by month in that first year because I was there for it, mm-hmm. waiting and waiting for the system to come out. And just One thing I did want to touch on real quick yeah. was Nintendo Power Magazine that, that, that I can picture the article now. However, it was Christmas 95, mm-hmm. with, to your point with what you were saying, you're waiting for it to come out, waiting for it to come out. Christmas 95 was when the all those sales papers had it advertised and was ready for it. Like you go in, you look at the black Friday sales papers. It was like N64 was going to come out and Mm -hmm. it was around, it was actually like a month prior. It got announced that it was going to get bumped back, but they'd already put all these ads out to print. Really? So it was in uh, not like, it wasn't like some of the big, huge stores, but there were stores that were like Nintendo 64 because it was supposed to come out, I believe in November of, 95. It was KB Toys who started selling it before the street date. Okay. And Nintendo was like, well, green light it because they're already selling it. Yeah, the last thing that was in more yeah. of June of 96 is when all that started happening before September. But it was not the Christmas season of 95. There's actually sales papers that were printed for the holiday season or catalogs or things where it's like, and 64 is coming. To Joe's point, it was out in Japan, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then they kept bumping it back. And, and Nintendo bumped it back. April is what it was. So there were there are print ads out there from '95 that have '64 like featured for the holiday season, and it just didn't come out because it got bumped back right. after they'd already started to like promote it. Yeah, I mean, part of the release of the system too is the games. 
Like you're waiting. Oh, I've been waiting all these years. I can't wait to get all these new games. And along the way in 96, when you're reading the gaming magazines, you're starting to like come up with your list of the titles you want to get on launch day. Because at the start, it was like 15 games were coming out with Nintendo 64. A lot of games. We're all going to come out on that same day. And I'm reading about each one. I'm like, I'm like doing homework, guys. Like mm-hmm. writing, you know, I'm looking <laughs> through this magazine. I'm writing down pros and cons of what games I'm going to get, what order I'm going to get them in. That's because it's not out. That's all I can do is just dream in my mind of once I get this, what am I going to do? And every month something would happen. Oh, this game isn't coming out on launch day. This game isn't going to come out. They just keep getting knocked off the list. So when N64 launches, it comes out. With two games. Yep. No packing game, right? You have to no buy packing. these games separate. Yep. There's Super Mario 64 and there's Pilot <laughs> Wings 64. And these are the only two games for over a month that you could have because eventually Wave Race comes out like a, mm-hmm. a little over a month later. But I remember get the day I got my N64, I got both the games. You know, my mom hooked me mm-hmm. up big. I had oh, it yeah. all. So I played a lot, a lot, a lot of Super Mario 64. And then when I was absolutely had no choice but to take a break, <laughs> I would occasionally... Toss in Pilot Wings 64. Do you think there's any kid out there that picked Pilot Wings <laughs> over Mario on launch there's day? No, there's, there's no way, right? But <laughs> I bet you, if we were to look at the financial numbers, I bet you Pilot Wings 64 sold so many games. Oh, it had just to because have. kids had no choice. No choice. Yeah, I, I don't want to play a game where I'm piloting an airplane. Right. It was not. It was not that fun. The only time I remember that <clears throat> game was going to Toys R Us or KB, one of the stores, and that was like the demo game on the the console system and i hated that like before i owned one i hated it i was like this controller sucks i hated the controller and i was like this is hyped up as the best graphics these 64-bit graphics but then right next to it on the little demo thing you've got the playstation and the uh probably the sega saturn at the time maybe yeah and um i'm like these look way better even though they're a little polygony but they don't look like this cartridge Move to the CD technology like everybody else, and you were supposed to, Nintendo. And I thought they dropped the ball, and I thought it was going to be the worst system ever, and it was going to be a huge failure. And boy, was I wrong. Mm-hmm. But that airplane game stunk playing the pilot of it in KB. It wasn't great. But for as bad as Pilot Wings 64 was, you can say on the total opposite end of the spectrum, Super Mario 64. Oh, man. How fleshed out and awesome was that game you that know game was perfect. i spent a month of my life doing nothing but playing that game i'd get home from school and i'd play it for four hours a day four days a week five days a week for a month straight it was mm-hmm. unbelievable game there was nothing like it at the time you, you remember playing it for the I first time i do remember time? playing it and i wanted to touch on the controller dave over here not a fan yes oh yeah we the have first time, the first time i, I love that controller this trident design three handles it was just so comfortable in my little hands yeah i loved it it was just unique for, yeah. for the time. That The little joystick in the middle. Yep. At first, you're like, what am I going to do with this it's thing? It's so weird. And then yeah. there's certain games where it's like, you have the option. You can use that to yeah. control your dude, or you can use the old directional pad. And it has a six button still. I, yeah, I learned to love an N64. Yeah, I love and every, one of my favorite Every kid in the 90s has a story of like their palm, the middle of their palm <laughs> being yeah. like burned out from like jiggling yep. the joystick yep. or doing whatever. Yeah, the controller was awesome. And having that rumble pack that you could plug in, amazing. Yeah, yeah, the, the memory card goes pack, into the memory back card. of the, the controller. So many things you can do with that controller. Yeah, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So, 96, 
N64 launches with Super Mario 64 and Pilot Wings. Uh, Wave Race comes out like maybe five, six months later. I played that a ton. You ever play Wave Race, yeah. guys? Did, Wave yeah. Race. Wave Race was sick. I, that was the game that actually made me turn my turn my opinion on the N64. I mean, like, this game's fun. This game's mm-hmm. cool. That stupid game, that demo I played was terrible. <laughs> and I think it was, a, again, a demo in a store and seeing it on there. I was like, that game looks kind of cool. Let me give this a try. I'm like, all right, controller's a little bit better second time around, but this game was a lot of fun. Why yeah. would that store put Pilot Wings in and not Super <laughs> Mario 64? Th- yeah, demo, sold... you had both. Oh, you had both? You had oh, both. Okay, okay. I was going to say, what were they thinking? They're trying to not sell You're trying to not sell so. any of your product? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the console itself, the actual unit of yeah. the N64. Because on the front of the N64, you got the four ports, right? First time. Yeah, first time. Before that, Sega Genesis... You know, I had Sega Genesis, so yeah. it has two ports. If you get the EA adapter, multi tap, you can throw that boy in and get yep. four. But this thing just has four out the jump, built in, built in, yep. which is smart because every kid who buys a system is gonna need four controllers. Yes, immediately, every color. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to touch on. N sixty four. Had, they, Nintendo had the foresight, let's make these controllers different colors, because mm-hmm. then you want to collect them all. Yes. You want to buy even more than the four you already have, because you want yep. every single color. Mom, please, I need another $30 controller. I was trying to think of that. I'm like, prior to N64, there was no system that had unique colored controllers. No. Game Boy came in like a variety of colors you could choose from, but there was never anything like that. No. No, Nintendo was always... They knew who their... Their demographic was, mm-hmm. and it felt like the competition. So, like Sega and Sony at the time, where they were just trying to be cool and like cutting edge, and they were trying to appeal to the people. Like especially in Sega's case, they were trying to appeal to hey, these Genesis kids are older. Yeah, let's keep them hooked with the plate, like or with the Saturn and the Sega CD. Let's go with that all black or that gray and those dark colors, those 90s looks where Nintendo's like, let's just keep it fun. Let's continue to appeal to kids. That's what we that's what our bread and butter is. Yeah. And that was that was what separated the 64 to me from the other ones was because it was more geared towards kids. It just looked more fun. Yeah. And it was more fun. Absolutely. I don't want to play Sega CD. Sorry. (laughs) And play Night Trap on Sega oh, CD. Geez. Give me Super Mario sixty four. Right. So controller colors. What you buy the system, it's coming with that light gray boy. Yes. But then your mom's like, You need a second controller. Mm-hmm. You gotta convince your mom. What color do you want next? I had the blue. Blue? Yeah, gray and blue. Dave? We had a yellow and a red. I don't know which okay. one came next. We had a gray, yellow, and red. We only had three controllers. That yellow one. Pops, I uh man. I didn't have a red. I had a yellow, I had a blue, mm-hmm. I had a green, and a gray. And then maybe when one would break, you know, along the way, the system. When those translucent boys yeah, came out, they, right? Ooh, now we're they talking. They had black at one point, too, didn't they? Oh, I might have had a black one, yeah, too. Yeah, they had black. Yeah, they had black. I might have had black as our fourth. We might have had four, and black was the other one. Yeah. Um, not just the controllers being able to change color, but yes. along the way, Nintendo releases, like, limited edition versions of the console itself. So There's, sick. like, the translucent jungle green one. Mm-hmm. There's the, the purple one. So not only do you have a controller that looks like that, but the actual system itself, you know that there were people that already owned a Nintendo 64 that were buying another one because it was a different color. Right. If my mom would have let me, it would have been me. <laughs> like, Come on, mom, please. Let's take this other one to Funko Land and get the new one. <laughs> Funko Land, baby. Yeah, that. <laughs> Funko Land is actually, I've got a, I've got a funny story that you saying that, because I had a friend who had a, a 
He had a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis. Mm -hmm. And I was probably in eighth or ninth grade. And I remember we went to um, Lincoln Park, Star Taylor. We saw a movie. Before we saw the movie, he brought his Super Nintendo, his Sega, and all his games. And we went to the Funko Land first. Oh, man. We went in with his mom. This kid just traded thousands <laughs> of dollars away. He was trading it in to try to get uh, an N64. And I think he got the N64, got a couple games for it. Oh, so Mom he- took it home. Like that was after I think he picked this up for the movies or whatever. I just remember going to Star Taylor and my buddy switching it on sixty four, and then me getting dropped off at home while he's getting to go home and play. It. Oh <laughs> and, no! Uh, but I was like, it's you know, at the time I was still unsure about it. I'm like, I'll go home and play my Sega Genesis, which is way cooler. Right. Wow. <laughs> that kid traded away everything. I mean, that's what we did back then. That we, is what we, we did. all have that story of trading in, you know, your Sega Genesis and all of its games. From what maybe enough credits to <laughs> maybe enough credits to get yourself Pilot Wing sixty four yeah. <laughs> at the time. So you've got those few games at the start. I want to just we're not going to read every single game that ever came out, right? But I think it's fun to like at least the first ten or twelve because they were the ones that I was playing the absolute most. So to round out nineteen ninety six, here's some games, guys, that came out uh, between launch date and the end of the year. So after Wave Race, the next couple games was Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Mm. Which Mortal Kombat Trilogy for N64 sucks. Yes. <laughs> it's not it good. Sucks. It's hard playing it with that controller. That was the first time uh, owning an N64 where I felt slighted. Yeah, because before yeah. that, the few months prior, I'm like, I love my Nintendo 64. It's the best. This is great. And Mortal Kombat Trilogy was so hype for months. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This is the first Mortal Kombat game. Every character from every game is in this. You're going to get to play as all these uh, people and the PlayStation version comes out, and it's awesome, and it's everyone's so in it, yeah. and it's great, and the music's great. Then the N64 comes out, and like half the characters aren't in it. Blood's not in it. No. Music sucks. No blood for Nintendo. No, it was a big bummer. That was yeah. the that was the first time where I was like, man, I wish I had a PlayStation because Mortal Kombat trilogy was inferior on the N64. Yes, it was. Here's a game that I played a ton. You guys. Probably played it. It was awesome. Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. Oh, Wayne Gretzky's is Wayne great. 3D Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey yep. N64. It was the NBA jam of hockey. It was. Yeah. It That's was it. awesome. The goalie, when he'd make a couple saves, he turned into a brick wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That game was awesome. It was yeah, they, they read like some of the newer NHL games, uh, not currently, but they had a run there uh, where they, they re-released it with it, and it was just called like... Uh, they didn't have the Wayne Gretzky. No, it was just called like three, like arcade three D hockey, and it was the same, same stuff. Just current players where the goalie That's would cool. do that. Yeah, yeah it was the different Mid- effects. Midway made it right. I think it was Midway like, made yeah, it. Yeah, it was... Midway would had a huge partnership with N sixty four. Those early, those early years. I think they were like the first company they got to sign on. So there was a lot of stuff that was Midway N sixty four exclusive. Really? Too. Yeah, I actually read that last night. So. <laughs> nice way to go, Midway. Uh, Killer Instinct Gold. That's one of the games I didn't have. I never, I never I didn't really play played. a whole lot of Killer Instinct. Yeah, Cruising USA played that thing a yep, ton. Yeah, bought that. that. Star Wars: Shadow of the Empire definitely oh, did not buy that game. I logged so tell a lot us of all hours. about it. I logged a lot of hours into that game. That's a fun game, man. What kind of game is it? It's like just a- like it's like in a Star Wars RPG. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just based during the uh, original trilogy era, but you play as Dash Rendar, who's kind of like a Han Solo knockoff. 
Oh, Dash Rendar's in that game? Dash Rendar, that's where he started, yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. there's those Kenner Power of the Force Dash Rendar those action are, figures. That's based off ship. that same story, yeah. Ah. Which all, it started as a book, and then they made it into a game. They made it into toys. Oh, I just, yeah. okay. I was, I'm like, man, Dash Rendar, like, who even knows who this guy is? He's just a Han Solo ripoff. But he's in the video game. He's in the video game. So Dash Rendar was, like, pretty important in, like, Dash Rendar, like, carried that franchise for a short time okay we're yeah. going on to a star wars aside for a moment here <laughs> did that was there ever talks of like making dash rendar something in a film at some point or I, it was just his own thing i don't i assume that it had to have crossed their minds but i mean it never came to fruition yeah or, the dude had toys and video games you toys, think like video games books Phantom Menace and all comic stuff? books yeah yeah he's never appeared like disney's never like let's throw dash rendar in a scene no, in mandalorian or something i think is it at the end of the the last Disney movie in their new trilogy? I think you can see his ship, oh. the Outrider or whatever it's called. Oh and, man, Dash Rendar is going to show up one day. And that huge wide shot of all those ships, you someone you could see his ship in there. So I guess that's as close he ever came. I, I, think, <laughs> no, I think it was rumored. Um, Why well, I can't? It's been a minute since I've watched those Star Wars things. But Gina Carano's character, they were supposed to have a spinoff show with her and like the the squadron. I believe I remember reading something that he was a potential character for that show that obviously mm-hmm. got canned, um, and they they back backburnered it. They might re-release it with different characters. Disney should if Disney but, put Dash Rendar in a show, he'd be so over because the timeline <laughs> checked would check out with that. Yeah, yeah. Think would. of all those '90s babies that grew up with Dash Rendar yeah. being important. They want to mm-hmm. see him now. <laughs> yeah, Dash Rendar's never been talked about more. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the last five today. minutes. Jeez Louise. Dash I Rendar. forgot he existed until uh, <laughs> until you brought his name up uh, oh. this game. Oh, anyways, uh, a couple more games, then we can like get into a deep discussion. Actually, NBA Hang Time came out. Remember oh, this? Yeah. NBA Hang Time. Hang was, time it was like the, the big brother of NBA Jam, basically. It was NBA Jam in 64-bit. Yes. It was just a beautiful, awesome game. Bro, give me Hang Time on 64 and the TV show. Love that. <laughs> little, little, little side quest there. Reggie Theus. Yeah. Uh, and then here's the next game that was released on February 10th, 1997. And this this game will probably lead to at least 15 minutes of talking. Okay. Mario Kart 64 comes out. Oh, my gosh. Mario Kart 64. You talk about having a sleepover with all your buddies, and everyone brings their own controller. <laughs> and you plug in, and it's just all night long. Yeah. Mario Kart. Yeah. Once you turn Mario Kart on, it, like you said, to your point, if you got a couple buddies over, yeah. hours would hours. just go Parents by. don't care. Oh, yeah? Just go in the basement. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and I, I never played it. What? Oh, Dave. No. On N64 never, Mario no, Kart? No, but I never got invited to the par- the parties. Oh. <laughs> um, remember when uh, you guys had it for the Switch? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is really like. I only played it in like one of the Dave and Buster's things. Yeah, that's the first time I ever really played it. Was like you never played on Super Nintendo? No, huh. like I wasn't a Nintendo kid. And then I like, guess not. My my cousins and stuff that had Super Nintendo and my younger brother had Super Nintendo. They just weren't into Mario very much, oh. so we didn't really have it. Yeah. So growing up, I had a Nintendo. We've talked about it. Did, I missed out. Yeah, I didn't play it much. Didn't really enjoy. It. I think. I think the story is my Nintendo was secondhand. It didn't work very well. Yeah. By, and then I got a Genesis. Then I'm a Genesis kid through the early 90s. Didn't have a Super Nintendo. Really wasn't a Nintendo guy until mm-hmm. N64 comes out. Yeah. So Mario Kart 64 is pretty much my introduction to Mario Kart. Okay. But holy cow, man. Just, what a game. What a game. 
that those red shells led to a lot of fights in that basement. It's like you hit me with that red shell one more time. I know. I've pl- I've played so much Mario Kart back then. You know, now being a grown up adult man trying to play video games against my kids. Yeah. Most games they're just gonna smoke me. I don't know what I'm doing out there. I'm mm-hmm. no good. I don't. But you throw Mario Kart. <laughs> There's something about Mario in Kart. Any. <laughs> version <laughs> on any console those skills i developed yeah. in my basement in 1997 1998 yep. i'm still sharp you that, get me out there give me anybody that nice dad who lets their kids win you put in mario kart i'm coming for you oh no yeah. i'm not letting you win this <laughs> i murder my children in mario kart makes so, me feel great so mario kart 64 who's your go-to driver mario you're a Mario I'm guy? A Mario I'm guy. a Toad guy. Toad is probably two or three, yeah. yeah He's I'm, up there. In the new games, I'm not really a Toad guy. I like, uh, you've played like on the Switch? Yeah, we have now. it on the Switch, yeah. I like uh, Koopa Troopa. Koopa Troopa's cool. And then I like the princess. What's her name? Um, Peach or Daisy? Daisy. Daisy? Yep. Daisy. Koopa Troopa and Daisy are my go-to. You ever now. play as your own Nintendo Wii guy? Like, you know, when you make your own avatar, you can play as yourself? <laughs> I always see him, like, in the bottom corner <laughs> yeah, of the like, screen. I'm not picking that me. thing's weird. You have all these cool <laughs> options. Bowser somehow has a family of, like, 30 characters. Yeah, he does. Like, who are all these people? Oh, Some man. of them are good. But, yeah, Mario Kart 64, just the racing part, the battle part. Oh, with, block the, yeah, fort. with oh. the balloons and stuff. Oh, man, that was... Because we'd play Mario Kart 64 so much, the racing part, as a one-player or as multiplayer, you play it over and over and over and over that you know these maps by the back of your hand. Yeah. You know every twist, every turn. So you're just trying to like beat your personal best at that point. There's not a lot of uh, fun to it. But then you throw the battle portion into the game where anything goes. Mm-hmm. There is real no rhyme or reason. But yeah, Block Fort. Ooh. Block Fort was so much fun. There were times where I'd have friends over and we would do nothing but play Block Fort. Oh yeah. For three hours, <laughs> hours straight. Hours and hours. Over and over and over. Kind and you look outside to... and it's like, oh, it's morning again? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, Mario Kart 64. I should probably go home. Dave, you got to play some Mario Kart 64. Dude. Yeah, man. I mean, I played. I had fun with that night. We played it at your house on the Switch. It's not sixty four. It's Mario Kart Switch or whatever. It's but still, yeah. it's still fun. But I fear it's pretty much like the, the similar game. It's like very, it it's very similar. But sixty four yeah. is yeah. kind of where, whew, it was the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember the commercials for it and uh, all those, all those like, Mario games. Like there was the party. There was the, Wario, Wario, Wario World, maybe. Mm-hmm. I remember that being like a thing. Like I remember all the commercials for N64 stuff. I never played any of them because <laughs> my friends that had it and my cousins, like like my brother, just nobody really got them that got that stuff. Yeah, they just got other types of games. And that's mm. what I, my memories of playing are. Well, yeah, because you're a middle child too, Dave. So your older brother, he's a few years older than you. So by the time this stuff comes out, he's but deep into his teenage years, and yeah, all his buddies are with video games, and with them being like the oldest, or him being the oldest sibling, he probably kind of dictates what's being purchased and what people are doing. So, I I would get that you'd be around a PlayStation way more. Right, yeah, my older brother be. was done with video games after. By the time I mean he even with like the Genesis, yeah. By like '94, I can't even remember him playing a game. Really, um, and then. And then, yeah, so it was just on me, like games I liked. And I was a video game kid, and my younger brother was trying to emulate what I liked. But not being a Nintendo kid, I wasn't into it, so that he, he never really got into it. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, the next couple games that come out, I'm just going to kind of hit on a few of them. They all kind of, There's a couple games here that have the same type of aesthetic that I know will lead to um, us talking about. You guys remember Turok, the Dinosaur Hunter? Oh, my oh God, yeah. yeah. I actually played that game. So there's that. That comes out in February 97, and later that year, August 97, is when GoldenEye 007 yeah. comes out. That, That's like, when first, the world changed with that, that game. That first-person perspective type of mm-hmm. game, right? Like before that, there's Doom, which was a huge yeah. hit and in the hit, '90s. Well, they had the '64 Doom yeah, too. A, yeah, Doom '64. Yep. So, what do we think of that, like first-person shooter type of style game? Because this is kind of where they, before N64 and '97, they're around. They're not popular. I feel like that's just like a huge. I mean, God, most modern video games are from that perspective, right? Yeah. Like, the games that kids play nowadays. I can't even think of what the names of them are. Halo Call and that of type of stuff. Yeah, stuff. that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. First person shooters is the most common popular games. But at the time my neighbor had a Commodore sixty four and there was a game Wolfenstein that was a first person shooter and he added and I didn't really like Doom. Like it was gl- glitchy. There was a couple first person shooters for the Genesis. There was one called Zero Tolerance I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um that was kind of more like like Doom, their version of Doom in a way, but Wolfenstein on the 64. So when Turok came out, and I remember playing it at my cousin's house, and I'm like, this game's so hard, and I was like, it gave me a headache because it's just that yeah. first-person shooter view. Yeah. But then he had Goldeneye, and I feel like whatever it was, it just the balance was there, and it reminded me more of Wolfenstein for the Commodore 64. Goldeneye did more so than than Turok. Turok was jumbly, kind of like Doom. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like that, but. Goldeneye was just smooth. Yeah. It was a smooth first-person shooter to play. Another, yeah, another sleepover game. Everyone plug in. You go into that, the battle mode, whatever it was called, hours and hours. Yeah, I feel like it has to be one of the top five, if not three, oh, yeah. most oh, yeah. popular, talked about mm-hmm. N64 games. That whole aesthetic, though, Dave, of you saying how like playing Turok like, didn't feel right or it looked jumbly, that's how I feel about any first person. Like, yeah, I just I I couldn't get into them then, and I certainly can't get into them now. So, Same. it's something of like something about not seeing yourself yeah. on the screen. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, my mind, I just mm-hmm. can't. Like when I would play Golden, I'm like, can I like just zoom out like five feet and just see the back, back of my of dude's head, head so yeah. I know where I. I realize I'm a minority because these games are by far the most popular games on the planet. I'm with you though, but yeah. Growing up the way we did playing this stuff, I'm like, I just can't do it. I just, I don't know. I'm awful. Gave you anxiety. (laughs) I'm just the worst. (laughs) I I need to see my guy on the screen. Right. I mean, coming from the games I did like a lot, like Area 51, where you are, it's like a a first person shooter and law, uh, God, law enforcers, something enforcers. Lethal enforcers. Lethal enforcers. Yeah. The the gun games where you're like a first person shooter where you have the gun shooting at the screen. Mm -hmm. Duck Hunt, I guess, is the same way. But the screen moves and then you're set in a stationary spot. Boom, 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 you move. So those I liked. And to me, GoldenEye, while different, had more of a feel of like that stability, um, which is why I liked it. But I'm with you. Like a first person shooter now, I I cannot play it. I need to see, see myself. And I think that's why way off topic here but i think that's why the grand theft auto games were so popular because there are people like us and that was a big part of that game as you can see your guy running around <laughs> and causing all this havoc and destruction if those were first person shooters they wouldn't be the same yeah no you're probably you're probably right so 97 a couple other games that we should at least mention uh do you guys play star fox 64 oh yeah i did yeah, yeah. that was yes. a fun game 
Uh, Tetrisphere? No. Does anybody? I had this game. I didn't no, know. Star, Star, Star Fox 64. Oh, my God. That was a mouthful. Star Fox 64. <laughs> Star Fox 64 is the game, the packing game on my brother's uh, N64 when he got his. Okay. okay. So, so probably Christmas way. 97. Yeah. I Let's think it was. throw a game in here. Freshen yeah. things up. It's a good up. one to throw in. And it was, I remember he had he played that a lot. I played it a handful of times, and it wasn't a bad. I liked it. It was all right. Yeah, I don't think I had Star Fox, but I did have Tetrisphere, which real <laughs> I'll just briefly it was Tetris in 3D. Oh jeez. So traditionally you're playing Tetris and it's a flat surface and you're just dropping the things. Yeah. This was imagine like a globe, like a ball. Okay. So it's this three-dimensional ball and the pieces would come down from the top and you would have to move them into this literal ball. It was As if Tetris wasn't hard it enough. It was Tetris wow. in 3D. It was pretty fun. It was pretty hard as well. Sounds like it. But I, I'm always a big fan of a puzzle game. You yeah. know what I mean? Give me columns. Throw columns Ooh, in love on some that columns. Genesis. <laughs> I'll, I'll spend 30 minutes on it. Uh, Clay Fighter, 63 and one third. Anybody play that? I Remember like that I, game? I probably rented it, yeah. Clay Fighter. Remember it was like the snowman on the cover? Yes, the snowman. It was like a fighting game of Claymation. It was, that was a pretty fun game. No? Never heard of it. <laughs> Uh, all sorts of games along the way. Diddy Kong Racing came out. I remember playing that a ton. Yeah. Like if you're a Mario Kart guy, Diddy Kong Racing was pretty pretty cool because it was Diddy Kong and did, all his. Buddies. I did play that. Yeah. I did play Diddy Kong Racing on the 64. Uh, loved Donkey Kong Country. So good. That game. I don't know when that came out, but that game was probably my favorite N64 game. Many a times playing in Donkey Kong Country. Now. The next game I want to touch on, guys, is going to lead lead us down a whole rabbit hole. Let's do it. So the date, I'm trying to find it on my list. November 30th, 1997 is the day that WCW versus NWO World Tour mm -hmm. comes out for Nintendo 64. This is the first video many, game, yeah. WCW, that's THQ video yep. game. It's yep. the first one that comes out for N64. Which is... The PlayStation version was like WCW versus the world. Yes. Incredible game. My f game yeah. I've played more than any other wrestling game ever. Yeah. So when this game came out for the 64, my first memory of it was actually it would have been spring of 98. My cousin uh, um, was living at my grandpa's house in Alabama because he was going to school uh, to be a chiropractor. And he had a 64 and we played WCW NWO World Tour for like a week mm -hmm. it was just all i we played and then my younger brother ended up getting it shortly after that or might have been even for his birthday because that might have been a year where easter fell before his birthday but i remember then he had it and played that a ton but i still liked the playstation version a little bit better until revenge came out i remember being over a buddy's house in probably 96 is that when world tour or wcw versus the world came out yeah. in 96 yeah. i'm over a buddy's house he has a playstation and he throws that game in, and I'm like, whoa, baby, what mm -hmm. is this? No wrestling game has ever looked like this before that. And then you're playing it, and you're doing things that you could never do in a Donna Genesis. Just, no. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, I, I need this game. And it, took, it was a full year. It was over a year before anything came out for N64. Yeah. But just waiting and waiting, and then when that game comes out, and by then, the NWO's out, and they're super hot, yep. and all these guys are in that game. Dude, that was unreal. I played that game 
an insane amount. And then Revenge comes out the yeah. next year, which mm-hmm. makes is even better. Way better, yeah. Revenge because, is sick. Yeah, because the, so the roster in that game so deep. I mean, you yeah. could be Mortis in that game. Yes. <laughs> My guy Mortis mm-hmm. is in that game. Wrath's in that game. Glacier, just everybody, just random dudes that you would never – Prior to these games, the we, whole, like, most of Ravens flock. Yeah. <laughs> Prior well, to, that's the game with Raven on the cover, and he's just in the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Raven somehow got on that cover. Right. Um, Prior to that, we grew up with Genesis games that you'd be lucky if there were 15 people in a game. Yeah, yeah. It'd, real it'd lucky. It'd be like 12. It'd be the top guys and like one random dude yeah. usually. No deep roster. But these WCW games, I mean, you're 40, 50 people deep on there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. change the video game. Like those to me, like WCW versus the world had all those Japanese guys with different names. The guy shouldn't say Japanese, but all the wrestlers over in Japan with like a different name. Mm-hmm. And then you had a little bit of that with World Tour. Yeah. Um. Some of the same exact same like names and characters, and then when Revenge came out, they were like, "Let's just take these guys that nobody really knows who they are in turn America, into Scotty Riggs, and let's turn it into yeah. <laughs> right. Let's take like Gaijin, who's clearly Scott Norton, and make him Scott Norton." <laughs> <laughs> uh, the launch of these WCW games in my mind, I kind of like look at my N64 career as a kid. It's like, before wrestling games came out, I'm trying all these different games. I'm playing this, I'm playing that, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Once the wrestling games come out, I'm pretty much exclusively playing yeah. wrestling yeah, games it's on over N64. After that. I looked at the list of the games from like the latter half of its release calendar. I'm like, I didn't have any of these games. Because yeah. I was too busy playing Revenge. And then along the way, THQ switches over to the WWF. So then you mm-hmm. got WrestleMania 2000, mm-hmm. which is the Wrestle- WWF's version of the yep. THQ game. Yep. And then No Mercy no comes out. No Mercy. And then it's, it's over. over after create No Mercy. a player in No Mercy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Insane. No Mercy is so good. <laughs> it's I, so uh, po- No Mercy went so hard that we're 20-some years later, and any wrestling convention, they have No Mercy tournaments this day. Yes. WrestleCade was just like days ago, mm-hmm. or actually it's happening as we record the last day of it, and there's like advertised on their thing like seventh annual No Mercy mm-hmm. turn N64 tournament. I'm like yeah. this is insane. Yeah, No Mercy. I was so proud of my copy. I still have it. It's somewhere in my house. My copy of No Mercy because when you make the players on it, it saves it to the cartridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my I spent so much time like my and I would as as wrestling would evolve, I'd change the roster. Like I'd yeah. add the dudes mm-hmm. in. My copy of No Mercy was mm, Chef's Kiss. Oh, <laughs> we got to go through that one. <laughs> you got to find it, man. They're like Booker T. I'm trying to think of like who's guys that wouldn't be in it that are in it, like DDP and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. The invasion. yeah, invasion. Yep. Yeah, like one. I had it updated for years. Yeah, there was, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I feel like I spent more time creating wrestlers than actually playing the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably. Same, same, yeah. same, same. Created so many guys. And then yeah, it just until until you were full. I don't remember how many you can make before you I were full. I don't remember. Yeah, but I remember there filling were up. only so many slots yep. for sure. Yeah, yeah and you'd have to make that decision. Like I want to make who, this new guy, but cut. then I'm gonna have yeah. to delete somebody. Yeah, yeah. So many hours just spent creating wrestlers in No Mercy. Uh, one game that like one thing I didn't like about 64 was their sport games. Mm-hmm. Um, being a guy who played a lot of sports games growing up, I didn't really like theirs except for FIFA. Again, my cousin on that Alabama trip, had, FIFA was like the other game he played a lot of, and we played a little bit of that, and then we would just throw World Tour back in after like two or three games of FIFA. But 
not being a soccer fan, maybe is what it was, but to me, that FIFA for 64 kind of changed that franchise because soccer games for Genesis Super Nintendo didn't do anything at all. Like, nobody cared. Mm -hmm. FIFA 64 took off, and I don't know if it was just the global effect of it, but it's led to FIFA being one of the most popular sports games um, in the world. And I think at one point it was more popular than Madden. It might still be. I don't know. But I know FIFA is insane. It all started with FIFA 64 being the one that kind of changed the mold uh, because they got it down. Like EA specifically focused on getting it right for the 64 because they were struggling on the the disc systems with the polygon figures because even those like Maddens and NHLs for and the NBA Live mm-hmm. for the PlayStation, those sucked too. But for N64, they put a lot of effort into the FIFA, and it worked, and then everything changed after that. Yeah. A revolutionary game. That's cool. I mean, there, <clears throat> excuse me, there were tons of sports games. I'm kind of looking through the list right now, just trying to find if there are any like real big hitters that we've kind of missed, and the, the amount of sport games on this list it's are crazy. insane. Oh yeah, NFL Blitz was like um, their NBA Jam. That was a yeah. big N64 yeah. game. Yeah, I know we want to wrap it up pretty soon, but uh, the, there's a few games I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't mention them. I, I didn't play some of these games, but like Super Smash Brothers is, yeah, it's you know Top it starts five, in yeah. 64 and it's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. There's Pokemon games for N64. Pokemon Joe, Snap. Were you, Pokemon were you playing Sna- those games? Pokemon Snap. We played a lot of Pokemon. I played Snap. Pokemon Snap and I liked it. Yeah. I didn't know it's anything fun. about Pokemon, but it was just a cool concept game. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how. I think now there's games coming out like in that world where you're trying to take pictures and stuff, but for a long time, for 20 years, trying to find a game. Like that was similar to Pokemon Snap, and there's just Didn't nothing. Exist. Nothing was yeah. like it. Yeah, they, they just recently released Pokemon Snap for the Switch. Yeah, which is fun too. Yeah, uh, there's Mario Party games, obviously Mario yeah. Tennis, Mario Golf. Mario Tennis. I mean, is Mario fun. basically doing anything you can imagine. Anything you can put Mario in. Yeah, Nintendo f- kind of figured it out with N64 because. With Nintendo and with Super Nintendo, the Mario game would be released, and then everyone would just be waiting for the next one. Mm-hmm. When's Mario 2 coming out? Yeah. When's Mario 3 coming out? And it would be years, because obviously they have to develop these games. So in the case of this, Super Mario 64, there's no sequel to Super Mario 64. Nope. But that doesn't mean you're not going to get Mario or someone from the Mario universe every right. six months in some game form. Mario playing tennis, Mario playing golf. Yoshi's off doing his own game. Dave Yoshi mentioned earlier Wario's off doing his own game. Yeah. And as long as it's all under that umbrella of Nintendo and it's these characters you know, you know the gameplay is going to be legit. It's the same Mario game. It's going to be fun, and it might be a new concept. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not prepared. I don't know if, if I'm going to, like, I don't want a golf game. Well, if it's Mario playing golf made by Nintendo, mm-hmm. you get, it's going to end up being fun. Heck yeah. <laughs> You're going to like it. Uh, yeah, so Pokemon games, lots of sports games. I'm looking at the list here, guys. There's a Rugrats game. Oh, here's No Mercy for N64. This is what I was trying to find. Anybody want to guess when that game came out? I'm going to say late late 2000 or maybe early 01. You're exactly right. It's November 17th, 2000 mm-hmm. is when uh, No Mercy comes out. And then, honestly, looking at this list, there's only maybe 15 20 games after that and then the system's done the last game to be released on n64 is august 20th 2002 tony hawks pro skater 3 but before yeah. that it's a full year it's november 28 2001 nfl blitz 
special edition comes out. So not many games. By the early 2000s, Nintendo's already moving on. Games are evolving. GameCube's on the horizon. That will be Nintendo's foray first time into like disc-based yeah. technology. In Nintendo being Nintendo, wanting to be different. Those little mini discs. Remember the GameCube discs? <laughs> look like so small. <laughs> look like it go flying out of a TMNT pizza thrower. Yeah, so tiny. There's one franchise we haven't touched on. Yeah, yeah. Zelda. Oh yeah. Ocarina of Time. Love that game. Majora's Mask was a great follow up. They really leveled up Zelda on the 64. Nintendo, 100%, they know how to make a game. Once this game, like the Zeldas, like the Marios, Mm -hmm. the playability's there. You're going to get your money's worth. That's one thing we didn't touch on, Joe, was the cost of a game. Yeah. (laughs) $69.95. What a commitment. What a financial commitment for a game. That's a lot. And sometimes it will be a dud. It'll be pilot wings, or it'll be something that you're not going to play. But you get a game like Zelda or Mario Party or Super Smash, you think your personal copy of Mario Kart was worth $70? Uh, I think it's probably worth hundreds of dollars (laughs) of play in your life. The amount of entertainment it provided you, $70 is a drop in a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. I know there was another game um, that we didn't talk about that's a franchise that got to the 64 was Road Rash. Road Rash 64. Road Ra- I, I never played that. Road 64. Rash 64 was pretty cool. Like, yeah. But it was a renter, and it was a multi-time renter, mm-hmm. and because of the price point on it, and I had it for the, the Sega. And it was was nice, I remember playing it for Genesis. It was a nice little upgrade yeah. on the 64. It, 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 the racing games on the 64 went pretty good because Top Gear was a game my cousin had for Super Nintendo, and there was a Top Gear for N64 that came out that was an awesome – that was just a good franchise. That transitioned well, and I think those games – that went from Super Nintendo to N64 probably transitioned the best because they were already, like, the technology for the cartridge-based companies. They already knew how to do that. Yeah. Um, and it was some of those newer games, like Quake. I remember hating Quake. I think that was another one of those first-person type of games. Um, and I think those were the games that they struggled with. Um, but Road Rash 64 wasn't bad. Top Gear, pretty sweet. That's I didn't cool. mind it. Yeah. In the racing foray, I was cruising USA all day. Cruising long. USA was cool. USA was all great. day long. We still play it on Switch. We play cruising. It's very, very fun. All right, guys, I think it's time. We have not in a long time. Well, no, we did it with Hasbro's. Done a top three in a little while. And I know it's a big ask to take this wild <laughs> library of games that span five years and come up with a top three. Thankfully, we've been talking about them enough because at first, like when we started this morning, you're like, we're going to do a top three. I was like, oh my God, I don't even know if I'm going to think of any games. Yeah. And now that we've been talking for the last 40 minutes, I'm like, I've got like 20 games in my head. I have my top three. They're pretty, pretty straightforward. I'll go first. I'm only picking one wrestling game. They're all great. Uh, I will pick No Mercy for my wrestling game, but a very honorable mention to WCW versus NWO Revenge. So good. Yeah. But yeah, No Mercies. Uh, uh, These are in no order, by the way. I'll I'll agree. And, and echo that sentiment. No mercy with an honorable mention of revenge. Joe? Um, yeah, no mercy. If I got to pick one, no mercy. My second game has to be Mario Kart, just because it's Mario Kart. Yeah. Block Fort, Toad, I'm coming for you. I'm going to be hiding up top. I'm going to be throwing bombs. I'm going to just be doing stuff. Toad, Mario Kart. Dave, game two? Game two for me, I'll, uh, I mentioned it. I'll go with Donkey Kong Country. Uh, played that a lot. Had fun with it. Nothing like putting uh, 
Diddy in a barrel and throwing them. Yeah, I think it, it's Donkey Kong 64, I think, is I the think game. Yeah, Donkey it, Kong Country was Super Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, my apologies. Yeah. Then Donkey Kong 64. We know the game we you're talking about, yes. but it was called Donkey Kong 64. My, my apologies to all the video game uh, <laughs> people out there. Send hate mail to me <laughs> at Matthew1T underscore please on social this media. chocolate chip loving, uneducated <laughs> Donkey Kong Country 64 guy. Yeah, all right, Joe, yes. what's, your, what's your second game? Oh, man, this is tough. I know, it's hard. Second game? Yeah. I'm going to have to go Goldeneye. Okay. Just for the hours logged into that game. Yeah, I you know, get a lot, it. A lot of fun nights playing Goldeneye. Got it. Game three has got to be Super Mario 64. It's an unbelievable game. Uh, no, I don't think I played any one game more in a one-month span in my entire life. Got to be my man, Mario. Dave? There's like three I'm cycling through. Um, we touched barely touched on like Tony Hawk games. Yeah, I know. Um, there were three for N64. Yeah, three, three for N64. Three of them. They, I liked them better on the disc systems um, than the N64 version, but the first time I saw it like played was on an N64. Mm-hmm. Um, and that game was fun, really cool. Tony Hawk 2 was my favorite. of. I don't think I ever played three, but I'm not going to pick that one. We mentioned Pokemon Snap. That was originally what I was going to put, but then going through the list and thinking, I'm going with Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. For my, Probably my called third Duke one. Duke Nukem 64, yeah. if I were to guess. Um, and it was like the, there was, I believe, two that came out. I could be wrong, but I remember there being one where it was like a first person shooter, mm-hmm. and maybe you could change it to where you could still see your guy, but I remember being able to see like kind of the back of your guy's head and his hands. So you could see like your gun and stuff. And. Yeah. It was a lot better than the first-person shooter where you're just like the eyes on the screen. Um, but you could get a little bit better of it. And I remember playing that at my cousin's house a lot. And just like, yeah, like a, there was like a flamethrower you could use at one point. Very, very cool. Nice. All right, Joe. Last game. The last slot. It's your last chance. Can I just to talk pick like about, three games and combine your, them into one? It's your last chance to talk about Dash Rendar. <laughs> I love Shadows Snapfire. <laughs> Shadows is definitely top five. But number three... Yeah, I probably just got to go with the classic Mario sixty four. Yeah, like how how do you not pick it? You got to pay your respects. To you the have man. to. It's just it's a classic that three D Mario. It was like playing a, a in real time cartoon. It just was great. That's a yeah. That's a good way to yeah, describe it. Because that... it, it didn't have that realistic look. It just primary colors looked just like a cartoon. And you could just there were days where I would play it and I wouldn't really necessarily be doing anything. You're just kinda so much to explore. Walking around and just seeing what could happen. That open world. I was gonna say no game was ever like that before. That that. turned at least not one I was playing. Yeah. Playing the demos for it, like that was scary to me. I, l- I needed structure as a I thought kid. it was just yeah, kind of limitless. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, boy, I don't like that. And all video games eventually moved to that. Yeah. And you're just like, I've got to. It was, it was almost like my brain couldn't comprehend. I feel I think I'm a pretty intelligent guy, but I was, this is too open. My brain, the way it functions, this is too You need structure. And some rules <laughs> need a little here. bit of structure to follow. Sure. Um you know, make it make it there because I will explore into the deepest nooks and crannies and <laughs> just not follow the game play and get what's out of it. That was my problem with like the Grand Theft Auto games I alluded to. Is you just would go off on this venture and I'm like I'm not yeah. even playing the game that I'm supposed to play. <laughs> it's too open of a world, I people. Just, I just, it just invented a new type of gameplay over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, guys, we did it. We talked about N64. We. We hit on as much as we could in a nice 45 minute. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. feel like we or did a pretty good job. Minutes. Oh, we did a good job. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, let's take a break for a sec. We'll come back and we'll tell everyone what we're talking about next week. All right, guys, we're back. Next week is the start of the Christmas season. 
Can you hear it, Joe? You're editing in the sound of jingle bells right I, here. I hear those sleigh bells are ringing. You hear them? It's Christmas time, boys. Are we ready for the Christmas season? Always um, ready. Absolutely. I thought it'd be good to start the Christmas season off with a little Christmas wish list. So yeah. we're busting out the Sears Christmas wish book from 1989. What a year. Over 600 pages of all sorts of items. Yeah. We're picking three each, baby. So get your marker out. Circle them real good. Next week, we're going to load up Turbo with our nine picks from 1989. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch pad. It's the time blast. Time blast. Of the toy cast. Toy we cast. know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Yeah. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Uh, Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Yeah. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag and bigger noses than Mark Summers on the show hand. So get your notepad, we talking about collectibles. Collectible. Get error to the seal, know the value is exceptional. Uh, As it can be from TV to the VHS, yeah. Power Rangers, Star Wars, yeah. He-Man, Playsets, yeah. Transformers, G.I. Yeah. Joe with Destro, yeah. Light Bryce with the glow, Power from Nintendo. Nintendo. So many toys you will never know. Never know. Welcome to Toy Cast. Here we go. This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.